Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good evening, Rush Nation. The snow is falling all around us. However, there is a child upstairs trying to get some sleep, so I'm going to keep it as quiet as I can. Welcome to week 13, um, the second Bimageddon that we've had uh, this year. Uh, I'm Rob. I'm by myself um, this evening to take you through uh, our usual segments. Um, so um, without further ado, let's get to it. It is Thursday Night Throwback. So finally, a Thursday night football game that could outstrip a lot of other games in terms of entertainment this weekend. There was not a single punt in this game. The Seahawks travelled to Arlington, Texas to take on the Cowboys and they put up a hell of a fight. Uh, ultimately, though, they fell short in this game and it wasn't for lack of trying. It ended up 41-35 to the Cowboys. Um, a lot to talk about here. So let's look at quarterbacks first. Dak Prescott. 29 completions on 41 passes attempts, uh, 299 yards, three touchdowns, one to C.D. Lamb, one to Brandon Cooks, and one to Jake Ferguson, uh, and one two-point conversion to Cooks as well. Um, some excellent plays in this game, um, some excellent moves to, to keep the Cowboys in it as well. I think highlights included uh, getting out of what seemed to be a certain sack quite late on in this game, managed to curl himself away and uh, get a pass off to uh, Jalen Tolbert on the sideline. Um, we also had the one where um, Tony Pollard also made the block 
uh, Dak waited for that time, and as Pollard got up, he just managed to dump the ball off to Pollard, and Pollard went for that first down. So some really important plays in this game. Uh, he almost got himself uh, a touchdown as well. Uh, well, he almost got himself two touchdowns. One was brought back for a, for a penalty uh, for offensive holding, and he also got taken out at that two-yard line. However, he did still get seven carries on 23 yards, so a really uh, productive performance from Dak, and still keeping up that performance as uh, one of the top five quarterbacks, in my opinion, uh, in terms of fantasy points. Um, however, Geno Smith also had a humdinger of a game, and in, in one of our fantasy leagues, there was only 0.05 of a point split in their performances. Um, 23 completions on 41 pass attempts for 334 yards and three touchdowns. There was an interception in there, um, which we'll come on to in a bit, but he also got a rushing touchdown as well, so two carries, for six yards and a rushing touchdown came down to the end of the game um as i said not a single punt in this one so there was a lot of going for it on fourth down and unfortunately gino just didn't convert as many as as dag did um so yeah that he got turned up by defensive rushing he wasn't able to find the targets and convert those throws but an absolutely uh incredible game um i i thought this was going to be a washout and uh, you know the three touchdowns in the air and one on the ground from gino you know just kept the seahawks in it bit disappointing to see he, that he was unhappy at the end of the game. I think there's there's a lot to be taken away from this game, and it's a shame they didn't come away with a W. Offensively, there were some stand-up players on either side of the ball, and I, I doubt there's going to be a game for the rest of the week that saw such a good return for anyone who started the skilled position players in their fantasy matchups from this Thursday night game. Chief among them, DK Metcalf. He's had a hot and cold season. However, he caught a scorching game in this one. Three touchdowns on six receptions and 134 yards absolutely um blistering performance and um it's, it's gonna be difficult to see if he ever you know gets this kind of performance again there's a, a lot of pieces to be played uh, not just the end of the season but next season as well um jackson smith and jigda who also joined their their team this year he caught the most seahawks receptions he got 62 yards off seven receptions uh, a nice return for him as well considering he started out quite slowly he's beginning to find himself uh, being more incorporated into the uh, into the offense here um zach charbonnet as well he also tied up 60 yards and a touchdown on the ground off 19 carries but his third quarter 39 yard reception was a big play in this game it was actually caught three yards behind the line of scrimmage as well so Unfortunately, he didn't get those three extra yards added on, and that set up one of DK Metcalf's touchdowns uh, in the third quarter. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they matched them step for step, and so did their offensive players. C.D. Lamb was back on form, picking up another touchdown and his sixth 100-yard game of the season. Um, I said earlier, there was also touchdowns for Jake Ferguson and Brandon Cooks through the air. Ferguson is starting to look like the big deal and has done for a few weeks that Dak Prescott claimed him to be at the start of the year. There was a lot of talk from Dak about how Ferguson was fitting in here. Wasn't sure whether or not there was going to be this much efficiency after Dalton Schultz left, but Ferguson is looking brilliant. Six receptions on um, from his targets, 77 yards and that touchdown. And of course, Brandon Cooks is also hitting stride that form at the right time. Uh, Tony Pollard, got his third rushing touchdown in as many games. So some really um, productive um, players doing the business here. And, of course, there's still room for the Cowboys kicker, Brandon Aubrey, to bag four field goals and three extra points. So kickers have mattered in this game as well. Uh, defensively, the big scores did mean that there was 
a lot of yardage conceded on both sides uh, of the ball. Both teams' defences didn't manage to slow the ball down whatsoever. Um, but the Seahawks did get quite a lot of sacks earlier in this game, four sacks. And then uh, the Cowboys got one of their own. And Darren Bland picked up another interception. It wasn't a pick six, but it was still another um, important fancy play if you play in IDP leagues as well. Yeah, he must have been an absolute steal this season. Let's move on to injury report. So biggest news, uh, in my opinion, this week, uh, and one certainly that a lot of fantasy drafters will be disappointed with if uh, if they picked up this player. Jonathan Taylor is out for several weeks with a thumb injury that requires surgery. He didn't actually receive any receptions in the last game, and this might have been the reason why. Um, so those missed out, who missed out on him for the first part of the season and then had to deal with the gradual ramp up in snaps and, and plays, they're now missing out on him again. And Zach Moss is back as RB1 for the Colts in this game at least. Um, Trey Sermon also stands to be the backup. Um, other running backs who have had a question marks over the head, Aaron Jones did not practice on Thursday, and AJ Dillon has logged limited practices, so there's still unanswered questions in the Green Bay backfield for their Sunday night game against the Chiefs. They've also got Patrick Taylor, I think, is on IR. Um, there's a few other players who have got on their practice squads. James Robinson was here. He's come and gone. They're going to have to rely on whoever they've got on the practice squad now. Uh, Raheem Mostert and Devon Achan have both logged limited practices this week, so their status for the Dolphins game against the Commanders is up in the air. Jeff Wilson is standing by just in case, especially after Salvan Ahmed has gone into IR as well. Cleveland quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson has also been missing practices this week with concussions, so I'd expect Joe Flacco to come in here. This could help or well, it could be a help or a hindrance. To be honest, uh, Joe is a veteran. Uh, who might help boost fantasy numbers for those skill players slightly. However, in, in previous teams, uh, certainly later on in his career, he hasn't done that much, which is why I said slightly. Um, confirmed out this weekend, Dalton Schultz. He's been ruled out for the Texans against the Broncos. Brevin Jordan is the next man up here in this favourable matchup. And there have been other players who have logged limited practices this week, uh, and they should be watched, including Tyreek Hill, Travis Etienne, Brees Hall, AJ Brown, Keenan Allen, DeAndre Swift, and Devonta Smith. So virtually all of the uh, the skill players in the Philadelphia Eagles. One piece of good news is that Dallas Goddard has been back at training uh, for the Eagles. So hopefully they get the tight end back at some point, maybe even this week. Let's have a look at weak points. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So, um, we kiss against the quarterbacks this week. Number one, the Washington Commanders, and they are playing the Miami Dolphins. Two, uh, um, it's been on and off the last few weeks. This is hopefully a nice bounce back game for him. We know the commanders can get beaten in the air. Um, and two might be able to use his feet here as well. Uh, second on the list, the Philadelphia Eagles. Quite surprising to see their name popping up in so many categories this year, especially after how well they did the previous season. But they're up against the San Francisco 49ers. So Brock Purdy has had some uh, in- exquisite games. We'll call it exquisite games for the Niners this season. It's nice to have that safety blanket of CMC behind him, obviously, but this could be a game where Purdy shines, gets some fantasy points on the board for anyone who has got him in their lineups. And then third in the list, the Los Angeles Chargers. They're playing the, the New England Patriots, and it's difficult to tell who's going to be the starter here and if they're actually going to do well at all. Is it going to be Matt Jones? Is it going to be uh, Mr. Zappi? Or perhaps Malik Cunningham is there as well. He, he's a bit of a utility player. Um, he hasn't made the biggest of impacts when he's played, but he is a third option, one to consider maybe for the future. Uh, weakest against running backs, we have got the Denver Broncos in first position. They are up against the Houston Texans. So this could be a backfield uh, split here between Devin Singletree and Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce has just come back off an injury uh, to his ankle, got very limited snaps in the first week back. So we might see his usage ramp up, but Devin Singletree has done a very decent job in his place whilst Damien's been on the sidelines. So could be a decent split here. Um, the Arizona Cardinals, they are second on the list, and they come up against another split backfield in the Steelers. Najee Harris and Jalen Warren have been taking more or less even snaps. Warren saw a few more leading up to last week. Najee seemed to get a bit more of the ball once Matt Canada left the picture. Either way, there's really good opportunity here for both players to be offensively productive. Uh, and then the Panthers, they've dropped to third on this list after being first and second for quite a lot of weeks, um, which is great news for me as a Panthers fan. Potentially great news for the Panthers' defence if they're actually getting better against running backs. They are playing the books as well, who haven't been the most efficient with the ball. Uh, and Rashad White has been seeing some really good games with uh, re- receptions. He did have a good run return uh, last week. I think he got maybe over, I think he got 100 yards exactly, actually. And yeah, the Panthers seem to be on a bit of a mini resurgence in defending against this. So potentially one to watch here as well. Weakest against wide receivers. We have got the Eagles in first. And they, like I said, playing the Niners. So that's Debo Samuel. That's Brandon Ayuk looking for good games. Joanne Jennings is featuring there as well. I think we've got Ronnie Bell as, as part of that backup group. Keep an eye out for some of those to, to do well here, especially if the secondary continues to get beaten up. Uh, also, make, make sure you keep an eye on um, Mr. Leonard, who got released by the Colts and has been entertained by the Eagles to be one of the linebackers joining that team. Second on the list is the Commanders, and they are playing the Dolphins. So, again, that combination of Hill and Model could be really lethal here. Hill has said he is pushing for 2,000 yards a season, and this is a matchup where he could continue to add to that number that he's got already. And then you've got Braxton Berrios, who's also um, in the background as well. Um, third on the list is the Los Angeles Chargers. They are playing the Pats. Now, the Pats have got um, a large group of middling players, but 
players who have stood out this year at one point or another. You've got Pop Douglas, you've got Devontae Parker, and then potentially you've got Juju Smith-Schuster and Tyquan Thornton just lagging behind, making bit, bit plays. So quite a lot to choose from there. No real alpha who's going to get points here. I would probably say it would be Douglas if it was going to be anybody. Weakest against tight ends. Um, we've already mentioned that Dalton Schultz is out this weekend. The Denver Broncos, who the Texans are playing, are first on this list. So Brevin Jordan is next in line. He has got the best matchup out of anybody in terms of fantasy points conceded to the opposition. So can Brevin Jordan get points against the Broncos here? We can only speculate. And hopefully the numbers will back it up. Uh, second on the list, the Cincinnati Bengals. They are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Evan Engram hasn't seen the heights that he got last year, but he has been ticking on very nicely, getting a, a fair share of receptions and, and yards and uh, a few touchdowns dotted in out here. Could Engram get a nice um, rise up in his production in this game? And then the Texans, you know, the Texans-Broncos are playing each other on this list. Um, although it is notable saying that the Broncos hasn't had a tight end who's received more than two targets since week seven. So that might rule out Adam Troutman for doing well here. So let's move a bit further down the list for tight ends. Next team not on a bye is the Atlanta Falcons. They are fifth and they are playing the New York Jets. Tyler Conklin has seen a decent share in this game, particularly with the new um, quarterback, Tim Boyle, who has come in. So this might be a more favourable option than putting Adam Troutman in. However, knowing my luck, Adam Trump will have the game of his life in this one and Conklin will go up injured in the first quarter. But it's one to keep an eye on. Let's move on to our final segment, which is Flex of the Week. So last week we said uh, two Baltimore players who both did start. I, I went for Odell Beckham and Lewis went for Isaiah Likely. There was a slight, uh, slight more... Um, it was a better result for Lewis here. So Isaiah likely came up with slightly more yards than Odell did. Uh, they both got, I believe, four receptions, but likely got the edge on the yards. They came in about 8.5 points, which obviously is a bit more disappointing, especially when you've got a full um, complement of teams to choose from. However, we're moving on to week 13 now when we have six teams unavailable. That is the Vikings, the Giants, the Raiders, the Bears, the Bills, and the Ravens. So a lot of fantasy-relevant players are not included in, in this week. So not a lot, um, not, not to choose from either in terms of flex of the week. However, I have gone for Taysom Hill playing against the Lions. The Lions have been statistically poor against the pass this last month, and the Saints have been statistically poor in offense. So this is an opportunity for them to shake things up a little bit and get utility men like Taysom Hill more involved. Um, he's got rushing ability, he's got passing ability, and we've seen he's got re receiving ability as well, and it's already broken records this year. And the Saints are up against a really Lions team who got taught a Thanksgiving lesson. Uh, it would be, frankly, malpractice to not to get Hill more involved in this game because he has got the skills and, the, and let's get him more involved. Let's get this flex of the week up to double figures here. So that is all that we've got time for today. That's all I've got all I've got to talk to you about. But make sure you are checking us out on podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. This video is also going out on um, Twitter and YouTube as well, or X. Uh, I will be back solo next week for the final round of bye weeks. Um, until then, keep pushing.
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.